0: Now, tune in to the Free Play Media Podcast Network.
1: This is Let's Get Comfortable with Jimmy B. Randy, how big are your dumps after these competitions?
0: And
2: Patty Moe. I'm cheeky. Wow. I'm snuggly. Whoa. And I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> Headphones on.
1: Pants off. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Here we are, Pat. Such a vivacious, a vivacious intro. (laughs) You looked that up. (laughs) No, I didn't. I just (laughs) thought of it right now. Vivacious. Vivacious. What does
2: vivacious mean?
1: I think it means, uh, if I had to guess, it would be vibrant.
2: You know what? It doesn't matter now that I think of it because it just sounds like a beautiful way to describe our intro.
1: Absolutely. How you been, sir? I'm well. We're back from another uh, wonderful weekend here. On schedule on a Tuesday, Tuesday night, which is fantastic. Sam's here. He's alive.
2: He's been sick for a week. And
1: Sam, um, our wonderful, wonderful producer, has been uh, under the weather, and he's back in action. We're happy to have you, Sam. Happy to have you back, Sam. We were worried that we were going to get stuck with a
2: not. We'll Sam just say person. not Sam. Yeah. So here uh, at Shock City. But how was your weekend? It was good.
1: I, uh, just real quick recap for yeah, you, Pat. Well, yeah. shot down to Joplin, had a nice engagement party for my brother and his fiance Maggie. Mm-hmm. It was wonderful. Thank you to the Eastman family down there in Joplin. Wonderful time. And, uh, I believe the Saturdays might've been their name. Anyway, uh, came back and just kind of relaxed the rest of the weekend. How about you? Beautiful.
2: Um, let's see. Uh, went out Friday night with the wonderful girlfriend, did a little dinner and karaoke.
1: Ooh, uh, Good you Friday love the night. karaoke. Southtown pub. Yeah, I gotta hit it. Crushing it. Uh Southtown Pub, also a sponsor of We Are Live here on Free Play Media Podcast Network. Nice plug, nice plug.
2: Sure. Uh then then the marathon began. Saturday morning was a birthday party for my girlfriend's nephew. Uh then went to the ball game and then went to my brother in law's thirtieth birthday party. Then the next day went to my girlfriend's younger sister's grad party.
1: Wow, that's that's
2: And then is- we were at we were at 801 Fish, so is a action-packed weekend for both of us as usual
1: absolutely incredible um tell the folks a little bit pat just a quick recap about our trip to 801 fish on sunday i can't believe i didn't mention that well if you didn't get a chance
2: to watch us on the facebook live uh feed on sunday night we had an incredible uh culinary experience thank you to ryan Krasinger, fellow classmate to smet jesuit the gm of 801 fish over in clayton he set us up for a fantastic meal we we basically did our first ever uh, LGC food review live, and um, it did not disappoint. The drinks, the apps, the entrees, uh, and the dessert all just knocked it out of the park. If you have a chance, please get over there. It's some of the best fish, if not the best fish, uh, seafood you'll have in town.
1: Unbelievable. Just to give you a, a quick recap, we had cocktail shrimp jumbo. We had crab cake. All right, I'll ask in halibut. Pat had some pan-seared Chilean sea bass. We had lobster uh, fried rice. And lobster mac and cheese. Uh, (laughs) Oh, and we ended with a flourish chocolate cake with a peanut butter mousse. Which we shared because we're comfortable. Absolutely, we're comfortable like that. But speaking of getting comfortable, Pat, we we still have our pants on. Let's get comfortable. Let's get comfortable. Oh, yeah. It's always my favorite part of the show because... We get to just get them right off and uh you know i went with the shorts again today Pat. it's just easier that way yeah me
2: too i it's can been... s-
1: i can slip my my tennies off just <sighs> slip the shorts right off and plop them on the table here so sam can see where the big dogs coming from? He likes
2: to make sure that he can see the shorts on the table. Yeah. I
1: appreciate the the blues. Oh yeah, you know. the blue undies. I went grays. I believe these Those are Ralphs. Nice. Aren't Beverly they Ralphs? Hills. Oh Beverly Hills. Very <laughs> nice.
2: And we're ah. down.
1: Beautiful. All right, back in the saddle, Pat. What do you say we get into our? Drake, Drake Merritt, drinks, drinks of the, the show. show. Drake Merritt, of course, he is your STL realtor. If you're looking to buy or sell, he's the go-to guy in STL. He primarily, uh, I, I should say, specializes in first-time home buyers. I know from experience. Give Drake a call. He's one hell of a human being. 314-517-5565. Use promo code. Papa's got a brand new bag. Beautiful. Uh, Pat, would you like to go first or me? Would you go first? I I would love to. I'm excited about mine. I told
2: you, this is my weird one. I
1: would love to. I I would say that the, the key word behind my drink, Pat, here is refreshing. (laughs) And this is an old friend, but just a slightly different version.
2: Oh, I love variations.
1: And this is, Pat, barefoot refresh. Ooh. Peach and honeysuckle Moscato Spritzer. That looks wonderful. I know it looks delicious. I think we had these on a very early segment. I think of, I
2: brought them, um, just like the red wine version. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. The living room
1: session. They come yeah. in a uh, like a Red Bull esque can yeah, 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 or yeah. or McUltra, if you will. Uh, Sam, are are you up for one or no? Can you can you have? It's a, yeah, probably
2: probably not should've. today.
1: Not today. Yeah. He's on the he's on the Z pack.
2: That's all right. We'll drink right. them for you.
1: Absolutely. This I is love
2: a, that there's honeysuckle in this. I'm very interested. You intrigued.
1: know what? That w- All I could see was the peach on there, and <laughs> I thought to myself, if it were peach, wouldn't this packaging be like yellowy, orangey? Yeah. Type, type-ish? There's got to be something else, and I lifted the package and saw honeysuckle and thought, wow, 100% percent i got to do it. That's a Very try. nice teal uh, coloring on here. It's the barefoot of the barefoot wine. Um... Category so everybody can really recognize that label there and that uh logo. But there's here we go,
2: f- man. There's a foot on it and then it's got a little thing on the side.
1: Absolutely. All right. Enjoy at the beach, a backyard barbecue, or any barefoot occasion. Serve chilled, let's give it a go. Or a pantsless occasion. Of course. Ah. Cheers, sir. Cheers.
2: Happy Tuesday. All right.
1: I could drink these all <laughs> night long, all night.
2: You can definitely taste the peach. Yeah. But in a good way. It's mm. it's tasty. It is refreshing.
1: Mm. I'm not kidding. Oh, I could drink these all night. There's a little white wine taste in the back. Absolutely. The nice little uh, Sauvignon Blanc, if you will. Yeah, that. Remember not, we had it, that at the old oh. 801 Fish?
2: I learned so much about wine that night because I never drink white wine. Absolutely. Um, trying to get into it, though.
1: Absolutely. Mm. No, this is delicious. I'm really, really enjoying this.
2: I think you made a good pick, my friend.
1: Thank you, sir. Very Let's give it pick. a chug ski. These will be easy to chug. Yeah. I'll let you go first because I'd like to entertain the folks for a bit. Thank you. And let them know that we here promote positive vibes, comfortable vibes when we're in our paint. I'm done. Oh, well, I guess I should go then, too. <laughs> I heard a rumor that
2: you had said I drink too slow on this show, so.
1: Done. Okay. Just saying. Hey, that's okay.
2: Just wanted to make sure I got that one down quick.
1: Hey, word on the street gets out, gets out. Now everybody knows. What do you got for me,
2: Pat? Okay, so I told you, I hope I didn't play this up too big, that I had something a little out of left field, but.
1: You did. You said that last show. Yeah. If I, if my memory jogs me.
2: Your memory jogs you correctly, and, um. I'm fairly certain we've never had this kind of alcohol before. Whoa! On the show, this show or the old show. So, without further ado, here we go.
1: Okay. I wonder if it's something that's like going to really f us up. Do you have a guess of what it is? <sighs> Honestly, no, I don't. I want to be surprised.
2: All right, I discovered this at Fryer Talks and literally had to analyze. What I was getting us into.
1: Wow. All right. Is it like mead (laughs) or like, like fucking.
2: You actually guessed it.
1: No way. Mead. Seriously? It is mead. No way.
2: Moonlight meadery. How do you like them apples? Honey apple wine aged in rye whiskey barrels.
1: Jim. Crap. That is mead. Wow. And you know what else? Props to Sam. Because if you look, if you go back and listen to last week's show, uh-huh. Sam even guessed mead. Mead,
2: yeah, he did. And and just to be clear, I don't think I stole this because of him. Oh, that's okay. I didn't steal Sam's idea. I saw this a few weeks ago. I was like, I gotta get me some mead here soon.
1: Also, Yago um, Sangria. Yeah, we listened to that podcast. I was in the car with my parents on the way <laughs> to Joplin, yeah. and my dad turns to me and goes, "You know, Yago's Yago Sangria has been around forever." We should drink that shit when we were uh kids like back in the day i was like what like who the hell has ever else heard of Yago sangria It's like on my shelf. dad who drinks beer and wine that's basically it augie's anyway, a man of many flavors let's get to your mead this is exciting
2: mead yeah and it's so funny that you guessed it because i was i was gonna say like sam we should get like a drum roll going here but you just it's the co-host connection
1: it's the co-host connection i like that the cc
2: So this is basically honey
1: wine. Here we go. Okay, cheers. Whoa. (laughs) That is pungent.
2: There is a lot going on in there.
1: And there is a... I mean, I feel like... If I held a match and I breathed into it, I would blow fire.
2: It is 12
1: 13.5% alcohol. In a
2: in a, <laughs> in a in a 12 ounce can.
1: I'm glad we get to chug this. I'm glad you didn't think about that one, did yeah, you? Yeah,
2: well, you know. I told you that sometimes I don't drink them as fast.
1: Well, so let's um now, Now's the time that we have to stick to our word. I mean, we have to keep our listeners happy,
2: It's a beautiful can, by the way.
1: It is. And I if you remember Pat I'm gonna I'm gonna get into your brain for a second I told you that Colleen and I usually go to the Shawnee wine trail for yes. uh, our anniversary lovely wine trail very cheap and affordable delicious wines they're all a little sweeter this tastes like a handful of those wines that are on that wine trail
2: this is freshly pressed impressively strong hard cider barrel aged for a minimum of six months Wow Mead, wow! It's a weird, delicious, strong drink.
1: It's and it's brewed in Londonderry, New Hampshire. Let's oh. give this a chug. I feel like the rest of the show is going to be real interesting after this chug.
2: I told you this was out of left field. Here we go.
1: Oh, Pat, I'm going to let him go while I uh, give the folks a rundown on Pat drinking it. Uh, <sighs> looks like he's struggling a bit, but it, it's a good struggle. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a struggle that he enjoys.
2: It's like I'm chugging wine out of a can struggle. But it's not wine. It's it's like honey wine.
1: It's mead. Meadery. Uh, wow.
2: There's a lot going on there. Mm-hmm. If you if you really want to shake up a party, bring some moonlight oh meadery. How do you like the map? So, it's basically it's not carbonated. It's not cider. It's not wine, but it's some it's some non-carbonated Blend of of honey, apples, and wine,
1: and you are done. That I just chugged.
2: You really are a man of the men,
1: Pat. I'm gonna I'm gonna put you on the spot, okay? And I'm gonna stick to the listeners here because I have the, I. If there's anything that I have, it's the listeners' back, okay? We're not, this show does not continue until you finish chugging that because not only was this your choice of drink of the show, it also. Is going to be a really, really interesting show. Ugh. After we both finish one of these,
2: we got we got Blake Ahern on here. <laughs> Blake, how many how many basketballs do you like to dribble at a time?
1: <laughs> well, yeah, good call, good call. Speaking of that, while while he's finishing and he is finishing, folks, I wouldn't lie to you. That's one thing that Jimmy B would not do to you. We have a wonderful guest, Mr. Blake Ahern, of Desmet Jesuit High School of Missouri State University. And also, former NBA player for the Miami Heat, the San Antonio Spurs, and the Utah Jazz. Wonderful guy. He's currently the head coach of varsity at the jesuit High School. And, might I say, a friend of ours.
2: A friend and a colleague of mine, yeah. He
1: is absolutely a great guy. I mean, uh, you, you get some guys on that type of level who have been in the upper echelons of any sport. Some guys can get a big head. You know, we're just two guys, pantsless, doing a podcast. He couldn't be a nicer guy.
2: I think what you're saying is Blake's very do- – by the way, I'm done.
1: Yeah, he did finish, folks. I I, I will vouch.
2: And I, I would say that Blake is a very down-to-earth guy. Um, he has been to the top of his professional level. Mm-hmm. He has come back home to bring that experience to a place that we all love – and um, we're excited to talk to him. Yeah. You know, absolutely. we got, a, NBA finals wrapped up last night. Um, and Blake's just a fun guy to talk to. So it's a very, dare I say, serendipitous Love it. time for it, the interview.
1: Good. Well, for my co host, Patty Moe,
2: and my co host, Jimmy B.
1: This is Let's Get Comfortable. We will be right back. All right, we're back here on Let's Get Comfortable. Pat, we have a wonderful guest that we talked about earlier. Who is that guest? Very excited. We have a fellow Desmet
2: Jesuit alumnus here, Mr. Coach Blake Ahern, the class of 2003.
1: Awesome. Blake, are you there, sir? I am. How you guys doing? Doing fantastic. Hey, really, really appreciate you coming on tonight. We really appreciate it.
0: Absolutely. We just Absolutely. Thought, Thanks for having me.
1: Yeah, we thought it would be very uh, serendipitous to get you on with all of the uh, NBA Finals stuff going on. We had a yeah. lot of stuff going on up at DeSmet also. The two worlds collided. We thought, who? what better person to get on? Sure, sure. Absolutely. Really appreciate it. So I wanted to, and I want you to sit there and correct me if I'm wrong, but I did a little bit of homework on you. I think Pat and I were freshmen when you were a senior at DeSmet okay and <laughs> you don't think that,
2: that was i'm a not question sure where this is going yeah, I don't that, know, that wasn't I'm a question for
1: you but dismet jesuit high school then you went to missouri state then you uh you know found yourself getting into the developmental leagues going into the nba but it's specifically nba teams was it miami heat and Anto- san antonio spurs utah jazz is that correct that's correct absolutely incredible and uh more specifically though around town i feel like when people hear the name blake Ahern, they think free throws
2: totally
0: <laughs> absolutely yep yep that tends to happen
1: still the career record holder for a 97.5 percent made average in free throws is that accurate
0: it is that is my single season record but i also do have the career record so i was fortunate enough to my freshman year uh, um, go 97.5 um for a single season wow. and then i also have the career at 95 percent.
2: so to be clear you've never lost a game of knockout before is that what we're getting at here? <laughs> right yeah you
0: know, at camp i tend to uh have a lot of knockout certificates at my house <laughs> <Nice>. of, uh... <laughs> that is incredible and
1: awesome. also I, I saw blake twice not once but twice hit 60 consecutive free throws in a season is that accurate also in college that's correct. That yep. is unbelievable. And were you at that time and this is just me off the top of my head. So wasn't it you and was it JJ Reddick that were like going head to head with that with that title at the time you know at the very right. beginning there?
0: Yeah, that's correct, you know, and at for a while there, you know, I had some very loyal fans in Springfield who would get mad every time, you know, Dukes on TV every night and uh Dick Vitale would say JJ Reddick, the Best free throw shooter in the history of college basketball, and up until a certain point, I just didn't have enough attempts in order for um, for I guess for me to qualify. So there were a lot of kind of upset people. So as soon as I got enough attempts, then you know I, I technically moved into the number one spot, and then was fortunate enough to to hold on to it for my career. That's incredible,
2: dude. That really is amazing. That <laughs> is amazing. And so, speaking of your career, your expertise on basketball in general. We would be remiss to not ask you. Last night, Golden State put down uh, Cleveland in five games. So my, it's kind of a two-part 1A, 1B. Uh, sure. what, what's your recap on the finals, <clears throat> having, having played, obviously, in the NBA before? And uh, I heard a lot of people who know a lot more about basketball than me say, this, <laughs> this could be the best Golden State team, or best NBA team, excuse me, Golden State being that, ever. Uh, what'd you think of the finals? And do you think that they actually fit in that debate of a uh, best team ever in NBA history?
0: Um, as a warriors fan, I was happy that they won. I kind of wish that, um, you know, the series was maybe a little bit closer just from a fan's perspective. Oh, sure. Um, right. but I, I, I enjoyed watching, uh, bat the basketball aspect of it. I'm a, I'm a big skill guy up tempo. So watching, uh, watching the golden state warriors is, is just extremely fun to watch. And then you got a guy on the other team, guy by the name of LeBron James, who's, you know, is the first guy ever to average a triple double. So, I mean, from a whole bunch of different aspects, it was great to watch as a basketball fan. Um, and as far as the best of all time, I mean, it, it's hard to say. I mean, you start four NBA all-stars and three of them, you know, arguably you could, you know, best shooters of all time and I mean when when you got guys who can shoot from 35 feet at any given time you know much less not one two but three of them I mean it's I don't know how you guard that and that's what makes it fun to watch and I'm glad I wasn't coaching against it uh, to, t- to try to have to figure it out. But <laughs> seriously, um, it's yeah, it's I, I you have to put them up there in, in the conversation for sure. Absolutely,
1: and and just to, to backtrack on your career for a second, I uh, shameless plug played one year of Division three lacrosse. Wow. <laughs> I, re- I remember how just in mo- so much more f- faster paced and intense the game was from you know high school to college and i have the utmost respect for division one athletes or 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 even two and three and also into the pros can you give us a little perspective on going from high school to college basketball and into the pros and just the difference of level of play
0: sure yeah i mean each each level obviously it's guys are bigger faster stronger Mm -hmm. they're the best you know from before and um You know, it's it's one of those things where, you know, you have to get used to it. And believe it or not, in the NBA, the game actually slows down a little bit more just from the aspect there's not as much moving as college. But at the same time, I'll never forget. It was like my second game and I drove and I thought I had I was with Miami at the time and I drove and I thought I had this completely easy layup. And somebody out of nowhere leaves from the other side of the lane and almost puts a hole in the backboard as hard as he blocked it off the backboard. Wow! And that ball was already back out to half court, and they were going the other way. So just the athleticism, um, you know, it is that's where I really noticed the length of guys. You know, I was a two guard in college, so I'm six two, and you played guys around that height. And then, and I moved to a point in the pros because two guards are, you know, LeBron James, six eight, six nine, and you know, so that that's where it really got me was the size and the length and, you know, the speed and everything. You kind of get used to it. But, yeah, as, as you say, whether it's, you know, freshman to JV, to, as you go up, it's it's something to adjust.
1: Yeah, I hear you. We, uh, we we're on with Blake Ahern here, former DeSmet Jesuit high school basketball player missouri state and nba uh absolutely fantastic thanks for coming on i got a, a uh, we got a rapid fire round here for you blake so if we can just awesome. run through a couple of these real quick sure um, your favorite coach between high school college and uh nba
0: greg popovich that's kind of an easy one
1: <laughs> awesome awesome um are you still involved with Missouri State right now? Do you get, do you do anything down there with their program, or or do they have you back for any alumni events?
0: Yeah, I, now that I'm back home in St. Louis, I'm able to go down, and so I've spoke to their team. And when the Valley comes to St. Louis every year at the end of the year for the Valley Tournament, I go to the hotel. So awesome. you know, kind of like I'm happy to be at DeSmet. anytime I can help them out. I, I do as much as I can.
1: Awesome. Who's a favorite player you ever played with? It could be high school. Most State or NBA, your
0: favorite player to play with? You know, that's, I'm going to take out like a Tim Duncan or a Manu Ginoli because that's easy. But a good buddy of mine by the name of Mike Gansey, um, I played with in the D League. And when you go through the planes, trains, and automobiles of minor league basketball, you, can, you tend to make some of your best friends there because you kind of find out who people really are. And right now he's the general manager of uh, actually Cleveland's D League team. So awesome. I'd have to say Mike Gansey. Awesome.
1: Who's the, f- who's the most famous athlete in your phone right now that if you texted them, they would answer you back?
0: Uh, Tony Parker.
1: Nice. Awesome. That's, in- that's incredible. That is great. Um, was it always a dream of yours to come back and coach basketball for the Smet Jesuit?
0: Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, as much as I traveled and played for so long, you know, I wanted to kind of come back home. And um, when this opportunity arose, I-, I tell people this was one of the best decisions I've ever made was, choosing DeSmet as a high school, and um, I am very, you know, humbled and honored that I get to come out here and, you know, hopefully change the lives of kids that, you know, come to DeSmet as well, so absolutely.
1: That's awesome. Your your thoughts on the Mizzou going from in the dumps to, you know, so apparently, potentially a, a tournament team now, or possibly even winning.
0: Yeah, you talk about them, and even, uh, you know, Slew with uh, Travis Ward, we got his son Brooks here at DeSmet. I mean, Missouri basketball, I say the state of Missouri with Mizzou and St. Louis went from completely irrelevant to now we kind of have something to watch and hope for, you know, in tournament play as opposed to rooting for teams that, you know, aren't even, uh, here in our state. That's awesome. I hear your brother's a hell of a golfer. Is that right? He is. He is is an unbelievable golfer. He
1: just, did he just win state? Is that right?
0: He actually, he finished, uh, tied for fifth, but Before, to go to state in sectionals, he tied the lowest round ever shot um, in a Misha event at 65. That is incredible.
1: Jeez, Absolutely incredible. Uh, Last question uh, for me. It has one more for you. If you didn't play basketball starting at DeSmet or even further on, what sport do you think you would have played or you would have liked to play?
0: I would hopefully have been getting ready to play in the U.S. Open this Thursday um <laughs> yes. and so that if i if i could pick uh a job and you know as much as i love to SMET, if i could go be on the pro tour right now i'd probably have to uh i'd probably have to take someone up on that so awesome. it'd be a golfer that's awesome
2: well perhaps we'll do a let's get comfortable golf outing with blake ahern and his brother someday and
1: and lose for sure yeah we we'll lose. lose we'll yeah. lose yeah. very badly
2: <laughs> hey uh blake thanks again bud and and real quick uh from a from a dsj colleague to another Give us a give us a quick shout out about the uh, the summer camps going on right now.
0: Yeah, I got uh, you know my camps going on. Uh, this is our first week of our um, uh, grade school camp, so we got about seventy five kids here. Jeez, uh, that's We awesome. have them go- Yeah, we have them going on the next two weeks, um, and then even a shooting camp and another one um, in July. So basketball on ballast is where it's where you can register and uh, nice and uh, looking forward to you know coaching these guys in the future
1: awesome blake ahern everybody really appreciate it blake uh we'll let you get back to practice thanks for taking the time i mean you know pat and i we more than really appreciate it so thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us absolutely anytime guys talk to you soon blake take care but i'll talk to you soon yep blake ahern everybody right here on let's get comfortable we'll be right back with three questions All right, we are back. Let's get comfortable. I hope the folks are doing okay. We had a wonderful, Pat, I mean, wonderful interview with Blake Ahern before we got on tonight.
2: You could tell that he has been interviewed a time or two in his day. Um, he, he, uh, he answered all those questions quite swimmingly.
1: Absolutely. Very smooth. There might not have been. We've had a lot of great interviews on here, but... For that one to go so quickly, smoothly, and to get as much great information as we did, I don't know. What do you think, Sam? I loved it. Pretty damn good interview, right? He
2: said I loved it.
1: That was good. For the so, people that couldn't hear. For the people that are just tuning in, uh, don't forget about our Paper Dolls hats. Um, we forgot, Pat, that we had had Blake Ahern on the... Tony Godfrey, Dave Sinclair, Buick GMC phone lines. We did. Give Tony a call or shout to him via email. He's over there off of uh, Tesson Ferry and Gravoy. Mm-hmm. Wonderful, wonderful human being. The South God- City guy, yeah. Absolutely. Sit- Tony- South County guy, excuse me. South County guy, yeah. Tony Godfrey, he's over there. 314-520-1818. Give him a call. The Tony Godfrey, Buick GMC, Dave Sinclair phone lines. Um, Pat, we also can't forget, did we just get another sponsor on the show, Pat? I think we just got another sponsor on the show. Because we're
2: also giving away... voices go up when we get sponsors. We're excited. I know. We're, we're giving excited. away.
1: We're giving away. Tell the folks about the contest we're doing tonight.
2: You pull up the new sponsor. I'll tell them the contest. Here's the deal, folks. If you didn't tune in on Sunday, and you'll hear this later, but we went to 801 Fish and Clayton... Wonderful sponsor, wonderful friend, fellow DSJ alum, Ryan Krasinger, class of 06, the GM of One Fish, hooked us up with an incredible, fantastic meal. Um, and we're going to give away some gift cards to so that wonderfully, fantastically, incredibly, marvelously combined, of wow. seafood wow. restaurant. Wow.
1: Wow. Well, yes, absolutely. And we just destroyed the meal there the other night, which was Mm -hmm. fantastic. It was
2: really good, yeah.
1: Our last sponsor that we just acquired, which is fantastic, we're really excited to have, we got Mutrex Finney Law Offices. They provide complete injury care to victims. It's pronounced mutrix pat mutrix mutrix finney law offices chris finney reached out to me good friends of my brother brian uh great guy wonderful human being we really appreciate their support again they provide complete injury care to victims uh give them a call they would love to have you they would love to take care of you and i'm sure chris wouldn't mind me telling you that it's 314-707-5167 mutrex finney law offices thank you very much very exciting so pat why don't we get into our three Three questions questions. love it sam
2: great soon thank you sam
1: absolutely so Uh, just to
2: remind everybody you you can win big time gift card at 801 fish tonight we're talking
1: 50 bucks people 50 bucks 801 fish in clayton wonderful food if you don't care about fish don't go
2: actually they do have some good steaks and whatnot on the menu You're right so do go and do ask a quality question and we will award that gift card tonight
1: good pat my first question for you sir what's your patience level with getting shitty or slow service at a restaurant or a bar (laughs) well first off jim thank you for the question sure and also can i ask you yeah pat could i have another drink I would love to give you another drink. Please do it. Would you like... I'll tell the folks while you're while you're getting it. Okay. You know, Pat and I had the Barefoot, unbelievably refreshing peach and honeysuckle drink. We also had the Moonlight... How do you like them apples? Mead. Mead. Delicious. You have to say it like that. Didn't you have something else, sir? I had a third. And he has a third.
2: Here's the thing, we don't drink a lot of mead on this show, just like people don't usually drink mead, but we're gonna bring mead back. Let's make mead great again. Jimmy B, I present to you, Berry Picker from the Leaking Roof Meadery in Buffalo, Missouri.
1: Berry Picker, wonderful. Berry Picker,
2: this is, this is literally ingredients, water, honey, blackberries, blueberries, strawberries, red raspberries,
1: and potassium sorbate. I, I can't wait to taste it. Did you get one or two? And I also, Paul Castellano. Thanks for reaching out. I really appreciate you pointing out my fried chicken pub crawl shirt, Kelly DeNoyer, He's cursed. He's cursed,
2: folks. I've got. To, yeah, I got to jump into the, your question here, um, Kelly. It's it, it is very serendipitous that uh, she is she's watching this right now, and that you asked that question, which was not planned. Um, since Kelly and I have been dating, we just get horrific service. At restaurants, really? and we are very passive, polite people, and we've made a vow to not let that be the case. Because we, I'll give you, I'll give you a worst case scenario: we are at a sushi restaurant in St. Louis, and we waited 20 minutes for them to get us water. And oh. then, after the frustration of that, once our food came out, they asked us if we would move tables because they had a large party coming. Oh my lord! And I regrettably said yes. Oh, and, and that was kind of that was kind of the turning point where they they comped us like a drink out of like the drinks we had. But Terrible! It drives me nuts, and we've made a vow that we're going to get better about it because, if, especially if you're at a nice restaurant like we were for that sushi, you you're paying for the service too, and we we don't get it. We are cursed, and we're working to remedy that. And if anybody has any good recommendations besides just being more rude to people,
1: let us know. Absolutely, uh, I. Have zero patience when it comes to shitty service, slow service, whatever that might be. And and it's directly involved with being a server, bartender, whatever, for six plus years, going through college and everything. I mean, Pat, if I'm sitting at my table for more than five to ten minutes and I haven't had a server come over, are you fucking kidding me? Get out of town. I don't care how good your food is. If you give shitty service... I'm not coming back. And on the flip side, you could have like mediocre food. And I would come back because the service is that good. Mediocre? Like
2: M-E-A-D-Y or
1: I see what you're saying there. Because
2: we're drinking a lot of mead.
1: But I but I but I really meant mediocre. I understand. Anywho. It's a bad joke. That was my first question. What do you got? <sighs> Folks, well, don't forget out there, best question of the night. We only got about 10 to 15 minutes tops left Until Sam kicks us out Until Sam kicks us out because he's sick And we really appreciate him being here Best question of the night 50 bucks to 801fish
2: Jim we've been talking about this for a few weeks And we haven't gotten into it yet But I'm going to totally shift gears here Let's talk Retro style video games Love right? it Um, Mega Man Love it do
1: you remember him? Absolutely. What was, his, what was his key function, his key weapon? He had the cannon arms.
2: Just one cannon arm, right? Just
1: one? I don't know. Maybe he had two. I don't know. Boom, boom, Mega boom, Man was, was incredible. I, do you, uh, I ha- saw do that- you have
2: a throwback favorite arcade or video game and or video game growing up? That is, is my question.
1: Well, first of all, Pat, thank you for the question. You're welcome. Um, actually, what's awesome about Lara Missy joining, and she'll remember this. My favorite old-school game, Paperboy. Did you ever play Paperboy? I think it was, like, for regular Nintendo. Might have been Super Nintendo, but I'm thinking regular Nintendo.
2: I didn't play a lot of it, but I played some Paperboy.
1: Paperboy, fantastic game. I guarantee she'll remember it. She'll, she'll get to us in a second. Lara, Missy, I'm talking to you, girl. Uh, what about you, Pat?
2: You know, I got to go with, I mean, I play the original Nintendo, and my family was kind of a Nintendo family all-time favorite i gotta go with legend of zelda ocarina of time it was it was kind of a game changer in my book um complicated really artistic game for its time a little bit ahead of its time um and it had an ocarina of time which is kind of cool because yeah. you travel back and forth no that was that was a fun game and um i don't know just all the nintendo stuff we were a nintendo family when sure. i was a kid
1: we, there was no shooter games we got some listener submissions why don't you get your own uh, girlfriend there pat Wait,
2: who said that? Kelly.
1: Kelly says, Kelly Denoyer says, What meat would you pair with the mead?
2: Oh, sorry. It wasn't pulling up on my phone. I thought somebody was saying, Why don't you get your own girlfriend? It's like, she's watching this. Oh, no. What meat would I pair with mead? Well, okay. So these are two very different kinds. First off, Kelly, thank you for the question. Um, This is very apple and alcohol heavy mead. This one is very honey-esque. Um, I would pair it with probably something light, chicken.
1: I would pair it with a pork chop. We could have
2: meat and chicken. Ooh, that would be good, too. Pork chop would be really good. You
1: know, because sometimes people do apples with pork chops and all that kind of stuff. That's what I would do. Yeah. Uh, Laura Missy says, you spin a 70 cents on the price is right. You're going to stay or you're going to spin again? First of all, (laughs) Laura, thank you for the question. Thank you very much. I'm a betting man myself. And I'm spinning. And you know why? Because Pat and I, one of our very first shows, I said, I like to judge people on one of these questions. And this question is, if you were in the cash cab and you got all the way to the end and you got to the video bonus challenge, are you gonna double up or are you gonna take the money and run? And my logic is, you already got the fucking money. You might as well double up because even if you lose it all, you just got a free fucking cab ride. That is true. You got to double up and go for the video bonus. But anyway, back to your point. I'm spinning all day on on 70 cents. What about you, Pat?
2: I got to agree. Thank you for the question. Go big or go home?
1: I Again. mean, you're, you're
2: on a show. Like, the people... You're doing this for the people too. We're in the entertainment business here. The people want to see you go for that question. So it's not just about your own selfish, potential high-risk, high-reward desires. It's about what the people want to see, and they want to
1: see you roll the dice. Couldn't agree more. Um, what else we got? You got one for me? I think you need to get one for me. Or did you, did you go? Cause no, I, I, did got
2: the, I did the, I did the uh, video game one. It's your turn.
1: Oh boy. What else? Asking another. Here's one. mine. I don't believe people when they say that ribeye is their favorite steak because, oh, it's got all the fat. No one has ever liked chewing a fatty piece of steak. Filet is hands down the greatest cut of meat, period. No questions asked. You can argue prime rib because I love prime rib and that, I mean, that is delicious, which is actually a whole roast of ribeyes. Ribeyes, they slice them. But you're not going to sit there and lie to my face and tell me, oh, ribeye is the greatest steak out there because of the fat. It's got the marbling and the fat. I get that shit. I know it adds flavor. Blah, 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 blah. No one likes to cut into a chewy, fatty piece of steak. The filet is the greatest cut of steak in my opinion. Hands down. Period. No questions asked. Pat, what is your favorite cut of steak? Ribeye. I know. I knew you were going to say that.
2: <laughs> no, I I do hear you when you're coming on that. I do like to order ribeye, but I don't like when it's got too much of a gristling, as I believe what the word is. Gristle. But if you had an ING, it'd be gristling. Just saying. It should be a thing. But the gristle, yeah. Um,
1: the best cut of Drake meat. Drake Merritt of the Drake Merritt Home Selling Team and sponsor of Let's Get Comfortable right here joins us. Thank you, Drake.
2: Thank you, Drake. The best cut of meat. Is called Chateaubriand. And I've had it before. Chateaubriand is when you cut the, the the center cut of like a filet mignon for a cow. It is the center cut of the center cut. It is basically the highest quality cut of meat. Look at those toes. Do not kick these drinks I over. like those socks. I like those. They're What are you, like a, getting ready for Halloween? Look, it says funky socks. They are funky. Um, and they're very nice. They don't smell either, which I do appreciate. Sure. Um... No, Chateau de Briand. It's a French or something term. It is the highest quality cut of a filet mignon. You don't have to worry about fat or not fat. You can literally cut it with a fork. I've done it before, folks. If you ever are somewhere very nice, it will cost you and it will be a thousand percent worth it. Chateau de Briand.
1: Wow. Do you have a question for me, sir? Or we do we go to the listeners?
2: Well, I do have one, but let's see if there is any left. Because, I mean, these people are trying to. See, Kelly, yeah, that was the stake I had in Ireland. Thank you uh, for asking. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, Chateau d'Abrion.
1: Folks, oh. we have a $50 gift card on the line. 801 fish for best question. If we don't get a best question, guess what? We're going to go. Together. And it's going to be
2: awesome. Again and we'll film it again
1: and since nobody else has any more questions I got one for you sir Okay. if you could see anyone in concert dead or alive who would it be Mm.
2: oh that's a really good one thank you for the question of course dead or alive um okay um can I I give a 1A and 1B here sure one A would be Chuck Berry because um, I I really regret it. My my grandma has been wanting to see him the last couple of years, and we talked about it, and we we never went down to Blueberry Hill before he passed to see him. And I know that he wasn't the same back then, but it would have been cool to say I saw Chuck Berry um, alive. I'd go with Bruce Springsteen. I missed him also this year too. I heard he was playing the River album, and it kind of sucked. And I've heard his shows are phenomenal. And he's getting he's getting older for sure. I'm sure he doesn't. I'm a classic rock guy. I'm sure he doesn't do it like he used to, but if you couldn't put on a four-hour show and you're 70 years old or whatever he is, like, I'd like to say I saw that. What this about This is you?
1: where I wish that Hall of Famer Bill Miller was involved because he would have a wonderful answer.
2: Here's for Billy. Let's and see if he gets on here.
1: And if you're bringing it back to me, Pat, which I'm assuming you are, so thank you.
2: I said, what about you? Yeah, you're welcome.
1: This might surprise you, but I got Three. And they're completely different. Two the same, one's different.
2: One A, one B, one C.
1: Yeah. First, Bill Collins
2: <laughs> playing the Tarzan soundtrack.
1: Two, <laughs> the Notorious B.I.G. Biggie, if you will. Love it. Number three, and this is a total out of out of the blue. Sir Elton John. Oh. We were at this uh, music festival For Colleen's work And this This uh, this guy, Mr. John Beebe Fan of the show, John, thank you very much Hey Johnny uh, Busts out his phone, we're all hanging out We may or may not have been under the influence And they were. he whips out Elton John Out of nowhere I'm like, are you kidding me? And he was like, dude You don't like Elton John? I was like I guess I do, but, like, I wouldn't—it wouldn't even, like, my go-to song to, like, get the party started. And I shit you not, dude. I was going nuts to some Elton John. What
2: are some of your favorite Elton John songs? Putting you on the spot here. <sighs> Tiny Dancer, well, first Rocket of all, Man.
1: first of all, Pat, I want to say thank you for the question. Well, you're welcome. You're welcome. Um... Tiny dancers gotta be gotta be up there, and I believe one of them is called like "I okay. Can't Stop Loving You." I believe that is another one.
2: If anybody knows, please comment on it. I don't know.
1: Absolutely. Uh, Emily Morris Garwitz chimes in and says, "Potato chips or French fries?" First of all, Emily, thank you for the question. Thank you. Second of all, dumb question. French fries all day, Pat.
2: Sorry, sis, I love you, but 100% condone that answer. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Kayla, thank you for joining, Jake Lord Really appreciate it sir Kayla, is it, Kayla
2: O'Connor, I'm calling you out straight up Is it unisex or unisex And she'll know what I mean yes. Kayla,
1: it's unisex, we both know this
2: But she's like a communications person She should know that there are different Vernaculars oh my God. for such words
1: Wait till you hear this Kelly Denoyer comes out of nowhere and says Sweet potato fries or french fries Easy
2: Jim, easy Jim
1: First of all, Kelly, I respectfully thank you for the question. Easy.
2: That's my girlfriend.
1: Second. (laughs) Hate sweet potatoes. Worst fucking question I've ever had on Let's Get Comfortable. It's regular French fries. Sweet potato French fries are the fucking worst. Get them out of town. I don't care how you cut them. I don't care what seasoning you put on them. Sweet potato fries need to be thrown directly in the trash.
2: Wrong. Such a nasty, nasty man when it comes to that question. Sweet potato fries are totally fine, especially if they're made waffle-style and correctly. Stay on your ground, sweet potato people, because there is room for you in the world.
1: Sure. Uh, your sister, Emily Morris-Garowitz, also says, what's your favorite season, Pat?
2: Emily, thank you for the follow-up question. Um, Ke- Kelly is probably going to comment on it. Um, fall. I love fall because I don't like super warm weather. I love the summer, don't get me wrong. That's a, that's a 1A, 1B for me, but gotta go with fall. You got Cardinals in the playoffs, usually. You got college, every, everything's starting. You got hockey, college football, college basketball later on. You got fire pits and good beers besides like just lagers and stuff. Um, and the weather's colder, it, it, but it's not too cold it's a great sports season great fire pit season great weather season um i love the fall
1: uh first you? of all emily thank you for the question thank uh you. i also choose fall fall is my absolute favorite time i like when you can wear like khaki shorts and a and a sweatshirt you know like a uh, tailgating season you know that's what i'm looking for yeah football
2: so the fall yeah
1: yeah the, fo- um, the
2: football fall time
1: what else do we got uh, Kayla wants to know what's on our bucket list. First oh. of all, Kayla, thank you for the question. That's a very good question. Um, you wanna go first? I want you to go first. Well,
2: uh, oh man. Bucket list. Oh wow. uh, hey. man. I would like to go to um <clears throat> I'd like to go to the Super Bowl someday. I think from a sports standpoint. I'd like to go to the Masters, the Super Bowl.
1: I'm glad this was on this was recording. Because while you were talking, and I really apologize for interrupting you, Pat. Yeah, well, it's okay. My light bulb went off, and I literally went...
2: Duh! I went,
1: Duh, Jim. Duh! Do you want to interrupt? My bucket list item is I will get to WrestleMania someday.
2: When are you going to go?
1: I don't know. When do you think you'll go? I don't know.
2: What are you doing next Sunday? That's not WrestleMania, but...
1: No, that's WWE Money in the Bank. Right here in St. Louis, Missouri.
2: That's going to be a bucket list item for me too, folks. I, I think <laughs> I am looking forward to it. No, I really am. But I, you're gonna have to give me some info on what's going on. Um, no, those, those those would be those would be two for me. I've been blessed to to do a lot of the other things on my bucket list. Um, I'd like to go on a volcano someday too. Interesting. Yeah,
1: it'd be fun. Um, let's see here.
2: Oh, here. There's a long Drake one.
1: Merritt says, Is it true that Jimmy B prefers to take dumps in public restrooms versus at home? First of all, Drake, thank you for the question. It's a sponsor Second question. Second of all, Drake, can't stand pooping in public. I have to do it because I'm in outside sales in my real job. But can't stand pooping in public.
2: Well, just to further up on that, who would rather go to the bathroom in public than their own bathroom anyways
1: all right absolutely uh why don't you get to uh this one our our absolute celebrity from last show miss beth morris
2: bam oh. mom bam favorite superhero we've we've done this before batman no 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 no. oh rest in peace rest dearly in peace to the great the late great adam west
1: my favorite superhero was Darkwing duck Oh, are you serious? Boom! You like that? You like that? Darkwing Duck, my, baby. My
2: mom and sisters are gonna light this thing up. No, dude. Darkwing Duck was. Darkwing Duck. That's so in.
1: serious. Darkwing Duck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I had the Darkwing Duck uh, mobile. Yeah.
2: And I played the game on Nintendo. Absolutely. Better watch out, you bad boys. Incredible. I love Darkwing Duck. Why
1: don't you get to Mr. Chris Lukey here? I will. Okay. And I can tell by Sam's rustling around, we have to finish this up.
2: I'll wrap this up. So, Chris Lukey of Pubcast Worldwide, please check him out online, on Facebook, subscribe on iTunes. Great podcast. This is a fellow DSJ guy who's out in San Fran, so hence the question. Last night, the Golden State Warriors claimed their fifth sports title for the Bay Area within a 10-year period and then celebrated with recreational riots in Oakland and San Francisco. Why is St. Louis still better, a better sports region than the Bay Area? Yeah. Well, first off, Chris, thank you for the very thorough question. And the answer is because when we win championships, we're just classier about it. We're we're we're, missed, we're midwestern folk. I agree know? with that. And it's funny because California gets the reputation like, oh, like everybody moves out here and it's Pacific Coast and we're, you know, so peaceful and innovative. And they're still just as bad as anybody on the East Coast. They got this egotistical bias about them. Not you, Chris, but um, I think that we're just classier about our business when it comes to winning sports because it means a lot more to us.
1: I agree, and. That's all I have to say about that. I just think <laughs> we're classier fans here. Um real quick, we have to wrap it up within the next 1 minute, Pat. We're going to rattle through these. Paul Castellano, favorite place to take a midday public potty stop. First of all, Pat, thank you for Paul. First of all, Paul, thank you for the question. There you go. Uh hands down, if you're in outside sales, you're going to hotels. Because you can walk through, act like you own the place, and scoot into the very nice, well kept bathrooms. Why don't you hit?
2: 100% correct. I used to work at a hotel, and that's what you got to do.
1: Yep. Who else you got?
2: Sorry, who else is on here?
1: I'll get you. Michelle Mueller. What magazine or book would I find on your coffee table? Right now, you're going to find a lot of singer songwriter magazine because that's what Colleen gets. That's what's on my coffee table. What about you? Cardinals
2: Insider magazine or Sports Illustrated.
1: A lot of uh, big time fans of Darkwing Duck. That's fantastic.
2: I'll take this next one. Bo Brewer, Cubs or Giants? Neither. Next question.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for the question anus. though, Bo. Hate Good both to see you of them play. couldn't care less about the Cubs or the Giants. Not picking. Uh
2: how do I get that gift card?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: talk to Miss, your husband. Miss
1: Krasner, <laughs> talk to your talk to your husband. All right. Folks, Pat and I are gonna simmer. We're going to talk about this off the air, which is actually still going to be on the podcast. Yes. We're going to choose the winner. So, thank you for joining us. Thank you. From my co-host, Patty Moe. And my co-host, Jimmy B. This has been Let's Get Comfortable. The LGC. Three Questions live feed. Check us out on iTunes. Click, subscribe, listen tomorrow to see who won. Thanks for joining us. Hold up, hold up, hold up. We forgot to give our answer. Pat. The question of the show goes to Michelle
0: Mueller. Mueller, Mueller.
1: Congratulations, Michelle. $50 to 801 Fish St. Louis. Thank you for listening.